So I have obviously been watching Big Brother. The finale happened last night. It's one of my favorite shows. But as of recently, I've been hating it. I just feel like it's become something that's been difficult to watch. And you could say like, okay, Haley, stop watching it. But that's too easy. Let's talk about the season as a whole and then ask Big Brother to hire me and give some changes that I'd like to see happen in the future. In terms of casting, I think this season was pretty good. I feel like there are problematic things that house guests do once they enter the house that casting can't always be prepared for. Sometimes they can, but sometimes they can't. So it's hard to blame them. And compared to last season, it's a step up in many ways and a step down in some others. I feel like CBS has dropped the ball when it comes to evolving with the times and making things enjoyable for longtime viewers and instead turning it into a corny family friendly version of the challenge. Anyways, let's get into it. My favorite alliance of the season was probably the crossroads, honestly. And I believe that was Jared, Corey, Izzy, and Suri. I really enjoyed them. This was hard for me to pick because I feel like my perfect alliance would have been an all-girls alliance that would have gone to the end. But it literally seems like production doesn't want the girls to band together because girls only won a couple competitions in comparison to the men. It would have been so fierce if they dominated this season, but yeah. My favorite challenge, weirdly, I think it was either Felicia's Crapshoot HOH or Blue's Guessing Veto. I also didn't mind the veto before Blue's that Jag won or the Josh Dumel Buddy Games won. I just think that there are things that are added into these competitions that make them hard for everyone to win. And everyone knows that, everyone believes that. But it's just like, let's come up with some changes. Because sometimes you can just like sit and complain all day. But if you're not giving people like ideas or things to do, you're just being negative. You know what I mean? So let's think about it too. Um, is it too much to ask that production takes into account who wins an HOH and who they are likely to put up and then decide the competition? Like, I know they take so much time building the competition, but they also have that whole week. You know what I mean? So maybe they have things as backup. And so they know if Felicia wins HOH and she's going to put Matt and Jag on the block. Okay, let's do a very athletic competition. But if Cameron wins HOH and he's going to put up Felicia and Suri. Let's do something that everyone can win, that the nominate, like the people that are nominated have an actual chance to win so that the veto is most likely to get used. I hate seasons when the veto isn't used. I feel like last season, BB24, the veto was like never used. It's such an important piece of the game, giving people like the opportunity to fight for their lives. Like, let's try to make it like just in general, instead of making vetoes so athletic, which is something that we saw a lot this season, let's try to make them something that anyone could win. Just to shift the power a lot more. It makes it a lot more fun to watch. People like to root for someone who's the underdog sometimes. So let's let everyone get a taste of being in that position. Again, I want to once ask <laughs> CBS to hire me. Here are some of the competitions that I came up with and the stories behind why. And they're very messy and hard to follow. So hopefully I can explain these. But I had a lot of fun doing this. I wasn't very good at it. But just to think about it in different ways. First off, you want to know what I dislike most about Big Brother right now? At the end of the day, you were living with other people for months and trying to see who lasts the longest. You're having so many conversations. You're hearing so many stories. I know you're stressed out. There's a lot of things going on. So you might not remember the things that you hear. You might not care. You might be in a bad mood one day and miss it. But rarely do you ever see the nicest person win the game. The person who that who helped others, who strategized with people, cooks, cleans, helped those struggling. They never really get rewarded for that. Let's flip this shit on its head points week 
let the house guests think there isn't an HOH that week. Kind of like they skipped a veto and start a points list. The most helpful person wins HOH that week. The second most helpful wins veto. I feel like that will make the power shift and could change the game. But they think that nothing's happening that week, right? But we're keeping tally of what they're doing and how they've acted this season and pretty much giving them a power. Maybe it's a secret HOH, maybe it's whatever. It could be very interesting to me. Imagine there are comps and the house guests don't know they are going on. Like it's like an ongoing series of comps. So imagine, think about this season at the beginning and last season, how often they played bumper pool all the time. Have a producer keep tally of whoever won the most and have that person be secret HOH one week. And we would just say, like, Julie would come on and say, there are a bunch of challenges that are being played that you all might not know about. But this week, this person won HOH. Or this week, we have a secret HOH based off of those competitions that you all are unaware of. I don't know. That could be kind of cool. Um, same with, like, houses like BB23, who played Mafia all the time whoever won the most gets a secret power that week or hoh or veto like it doesn't have to be so set in stone let's change it up something that's been sitting in my head is something from drag race i love that series called drag me to dinner when the queens throw a dinner party and those who come vote on who wins but i also love the drag race competitions where they have to like do stand up i've always wanted to see I've always wanted to see the drag race queens perform. You know what I mean? Like that's what they do regularly. Let's see how they do their job. Imagine a competition where previous winners of Big Brother or America's Favorite Players go on dates with the house guests and have to rate the date in the Big Brother house out of 10. And the winner wins HOH or Veto. I think Big Brother is a strategic manipulation game. Let's see you try to manipulate someone who has been in the house. Imagine Dan Giesling coming in for a date with Felicia. Vanessa Russo on a date with Izzy, Andy Heron and Heisem on a date, not romantically, obviously, but it could be so iconic. I know it's not fleshed out, but like, I think it could be a very cool concept. And then whoever makes the audience laugh the most wins or something like that. I love that idea. Maybe it's frenemy edition, like it's within the house, like Jasmine and Turner having to do it on BB24, like Corey and Heisem this season. So funny, like almost making the punishment type situations become competition ideas. Ponder on that. Okay, another one. Everyone gets a secret challenge from America, and whoever gets their challenge completed quickest wins. So it's a whole week. Everyone gets a challenge. The challenges go even after someone wins, but you see who wins the fastest. And maybe they think it's America's favorite, America's player. So they think that America's just giving them a task, and maybe a few other people. And maybe they like are asking everyone, like, did you get America's favorite player? Did you get America's player? Whatever. But I think that could be kind of interesting, like strategy over fitness. Let's see it. Um, I don't know. I think that could, I was, we'll see what happens with that one. I think of Janelle Pierzina as a comp beast and something I like a lot about Janelle's wins are that they aren't all athletic wins or physical wins. She's also very lucky. There's this clip of her and Brittany on Amazing Race where she accurately guesses, like, there's, like, a wall of things. And she picks one, and it's the correct one, and they automatically get to move on. It's crazy luck. I remember she said once that she saw lottery numbers in a dream. I believe she will win. Let's say 
so let's do some luck based competitions let's say my big brother season is the theme is like carnival let's do some carnival type games literally take them to a carnival rent out a carnival it could be so interesting and maybe they have to play all night and whoever wins the most games wins bring um you can make a bb carnival and have food and everything that would be so cool i think it would be really cool to have one of those like cc's pizzas like claw plush toy machines but like everyone is controlling it from a certain place or they're like from a high elevation and they have to control it like it could be interesting i don't know um but like something where anyone could win it's not just given to a certain type of player view from above i don't know why i'm thinking of high school when you were able to like paint your parking spots at some places but this also reminds me of design school when julie would describe like so julie would have to describe something like maybe a past big brother competition or a room very vaguely and the house guests have to draw it from what she says and then julie picks six crew members to vote which um was the best drawing or she or the audience gets to pick and that person wins hoh maybe i'm just boring but what about like massive games for vetoes like i remember that big brother 16 competition when they are in cubes like playing chess or checkers imagine like a huge bingo but it's not based on time or the time is equitable so jag and felicia wouldn't have the same amount of time um yeah a big go fish game a big version of seven up like i don't know it could be really cool i think seven up could be also good um kind of like a knockout game if it was done like in a cool way I don't know <laughs> I really love the trivia episode in the challenge USA season one let's do that on big brother maybe switch it up with endurance like combining extra layers into challenges that give advantages and disadvantages so the gym bros would have a harder time I think that's the biggest disconnect competitions are unfair let's say you are on the wall you were given a trivia question you get more lead way on the wall if you get that question right. If you get it wrong, you have to take a hand off or get soaked or take off a piece of clothing like a jacket that's helping you stay on. Or you are on it and you have like amount of space for your feet to go. You get the question wrong, it reduces. You get it right, it gets bigger, you know? That could be interesting. Vetoes have been so physical. Let's make them more easy for everyone to win. Like, it's just... People are fighting for their safety. Let's do that. Um, let's throw in days questions. You get one right. You have to run across something. Um, your scope gets smaller in that competition. You get it wrong. You have to run further. Felicia shouldn't have to run as far as Jag just off the bat. It's not fair. Big Brother crossover. I don't know which shows CBS does entirely on their lot, but let's see the contestants on Wheel of Fortune. Bring back the spelling competition. Let's see them have use their different skills to win. Let's do a Big Brother Jeopardy. The set would be so funny. The memes would be so funny. Think about that meme of Rockstar writing down the number and just like holding it. Like, I don't know what this is. Think about Bowie Jane this season doing her numbers. Like, seeing people guess on a Jeopardy would be very funny. It doesn't have to be Big Brother related. It could be normal Jeopardy. You're just putting them in different sets. Like, it could be cool. Let's do the grocery sweep. Have you seen that video where people have to like go into a store and put the most expensive items in? Is that is that grocery sweep too? Anyways, that could be really interesting. And maybe there should be something that just like makes it more fair. Like it's based on your BMI or like how much muscle you have in your body. And then the competitions are altered for people to be able to do the same amount. You know what I mean? 
Anyways, I really do love the crapshoot competitions. Let's think of some fun ones. Mini golf has been done before. Let's do bowling. Let's do ski ball without spitting. Let's do darts and arrows. And I'm just thinking of these competitions and the outfits could be so cute. Like, I know that they do that every season and they did it this season, but I honestly didn't watch that many competitions because I was just so upset this season. Um, but like, imagine them doing darts and they're wearing like kilts. Like, it could be so cute. Um, let's do some type of challenge that each house guest has to write like a mock week. Imagine this. Each house guest has to write a live eviction speech, a nomination speech, and perform them on TV. Big Brother goes on the street. Julie Chen pulls 10 random people who don't watch Big Brother, and they decide who wins HOH, veto, who gets nominated, and, um, and then the house evicts them. That could be interesting. People would be so mad. Um, yeah. Okay. Who's the most empathetic, sympathetic, cares about people, listens to people, tell stories? Let's do a competition where each person hears five statements and the person has to match each statement to another house guest. I think that could be really interesting. And I really thought they were going to do that last night and they weren't going to do it like based off of like your game moves, but they didn't. So sad. Okay, here's a twist. Someone wins HOH. It's time for the veto ceremony. All the chips are in there. The HOH picks veto chips whenever they have to pick an option. Maybe it's like a huge pot. Like it's reminding me of Webkins for some reason. Like I don't know why, but you have to pick it, and then whoever is chosen is like that's it. You know what I mean? I loved the season when Corey and Blue and all of them were in the kitchen doing that. So they would literally took the um they took something or they took the veto chip in. And they were like, okay, who's HOH this week? They pulled it out. Okay, who's nominated? Okay. Oh, who won a veto? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, who was a replacement nominee? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, who was evicted? Okay, this person was evicted. I think doing that for, like, just making it so random and in anyone's grasp, I think that could be really cool. And it could always flip the game on its head and alliances could be crumbled. Like, I thought of this the other day. It was, like, insane. So imagine it's a competition and it's like um, everyone's sitting there. It's like a booth competition, but Julie just starts like talking about the season. Like she literally just starts talking about the season. She's like, well, Matt, Jack and Bowie, I know you guys are in the like the Mafia Alliance. How far do you think you're going to get? Or it's like subtly like alluding to it, like subtly saying alliance names or doing that. And then everyone starts like choking and getting like really like nervous. And then it could like hinder their, um, it could hinder their performance on it because they're like, oh my gosh, she's about to expose my alliance. I know that's like kind of crazy and like messy, but I think that'd be so interesting. And the people who are like clueless would be doing fine because they don't understand what she's saying. They're like, and then after the amount of drama that that will bring, Oh my god, I think about the fight between Corey and Jerry this season, how much drama it would bring. Imagine that in a competition, like questions and things coming up within the season that kind of like expose you. Like the cookout, no one ever saw them together, but they obviously talked in separately and like bringing out, you know what I mean? Like things could be exposed through questions that are vague that could really knock someone off their game. Let's see some more of that. Let's see people sweat during competitions, not because it's so difficult, but because they feel like they're exposed. Because like imagine a competition where you have to use your manipulation skills in order to win or lose. You know, bringing the social aspect into the competitions. I don't know. I think that could be very interesting.
Um, okay, this is insane, but imagine this is in college. I was an interior design major, and one project we had, we were working on a library, and we had to come up with a concept, and that decides your colors. That decides what furniture you bring in, the fabrics. Like, it decides everything. It's something that we've been working on our whole time in college, right? Um, so we had to come up with our concept and do it in two weeks. We had already started working on it. Our professor said, you have to switch your concept. People were crying. It was bad. Everyone was so, you had to switch it with another um, person within the studio. Um, people were crying. It was bad. Everyone was so stressed. Backwards week. Imagine it's BB Comics weeks. Ooh, and um, they didn't do the scramble twist really well this season, no shade. But imagine if they had done it this like this. So, oh no, the computer system has been messed up. Everyone's scores have got reversed. Whoever lost won the competition. And all the scramble reverse competitions could be like that. So like, Jag got like eight minutes and someone else got like an hour. It switches and that person wins HOH or that person wins the veto. This could also, they could also do like a giant word scramble that's not based on quickness, just correctness. I don't know how that's possible yet, but just sit with me. Like sit with that idea. Imagine like a giant scrabble board. Intuition games. I love using my intuition. I think your intuition is important in my brother. Um, it could be cool to see like who nails it and who sucks. Fashion intuition. Pick someone from the audience. The house guests can only see their face. You ask them what shirt they are wearing. Pick a color. What pants, what shoes, what socks, what accessories. But they can't see that, obviously. And then whoever gets the most points wins. Facts intuition. True and false. People in the audience, you like pull them up and they give like two truths and a lie. The person, the, the um, house guests have to guess. And whoever wins, wins. Um, let's throw in competitions that benefit super fans. Change it up. <laughs> These aren't fully developed, but here are some more. You know um, that there are so many comps geared towards athletic men. Let's change it up. Balance beam walking, gymnastics types competition, a hula hoop contest. Like, let's see other stuff. Multitasking competitions, group connections. I think group competitions. I think why Survivor thrives and allows more people to stay who fill different character arcs is because of the group competitions everyone can show their skills in a different way and you can win and not be the strongest person ever of course it can help you but it's not all that you need maybe changing the game so competitions are in groups decided through veto trips for as long as possible so power can change and people can use their strengths and weaknesses through the team i don't know that twist could break alliances and allow the game to shift because it has because it has to maybe this is why i love battle of the block so much another chance for safety but with the way the competitions went this season, the Battle of the Block would have been a shit show. Okay, this might be actually insane, but what about Exposed Week? This is what I talked about earlier. Imagine the game gets flipped on its head and everything is exposed in a competition. You think about like a knockout competition that kind of exposes everyone's cards, like who they're working with. But imagine the questions kind of do that. Like even if the person wins the most power that week, it wouldn't matter because what, whatever happens that week, you cancel the eviction the following Thursday. So the person who is gaming the most is fully exposed now. I feel like this could be done 
badly, easily, but I look at the season and again, the aftermath of the Corey Jerry blow up. Imagine if that didn't happen, but instead the knockout competition with questions alluding to what's going on were said and the same result might happen and make the season go to shit. But if the comps were equitable and the same thing happened in season 22 with the committee, maybe something could have changed. I don't know. I think about how the house guests go into the diary room and how they influence decisions with that. Why not bring that questioning to light? Because let's be honest, it changes the game regardless. Like imagine, oh my God, they're in a competition and their diary room starts playing and you're hearing the questions that people are asking or how they're responding to them or how they're talking about other people in the house guests just to make everyone mad at them. I think about Big Brother Canada and when Aika shredded the letters and everyone was just like sitting there just like getting so angry with her. Just imagine a week where everyone hates each other and maybe it's fake maybe it's whatever they'll eventually get over it hopefully but it could be so entertaining like at the end of the day I do just want to be entertained and I feel like when power stays in the possession of the same people who fit the same archetype it's just boring and I love big brother and I really loved last season and last season on here I would like come up with questions for each house guest but I honestly don't even want to do that because I'm so upset with the outcome of this finale but anyways let's keep going this is just what I came up with in one night. Imagine what I could come up with in years. Like, I saw that there are no women on the game, like, the competition production team for Big Brother. I think that that should change. Different people with different body types. I'm a plus-size woman, so I'm thinking about things that I could win, too, you know? Um, we could try to change this game in fun ways. And you'd think that producers would want power to switch. But this season with competitions, but maybe... I don't know. It just didn't seem like they wanted the power to switch this season. But maybe they did. Let's get back into my breakdown. I'm going to go through the cast, share my thoughts and the jury members and stuff like that. Let's just talk about it. So Luke is gone and I don't even want to talk about it. But the finale in all these competitions, I wrote this episode prior to the finale, mainly talking about how I would revamp competitions new ideas and stuff but I just want to say that CBS has made an enemy out of me and I know I was asking them for a job but last night I'm just really sad you know um the only redeeming fun moments were listening to the people on jury talk and pre-jury excluding a few members from both obviously from that statement but like that was the only fun moment for me last night I wanted to get on here and give it to Cameron for honestly not looking too bad and like like compared to others end games but I will not do that because sadly he won America's favorite house guest last night and I think that that is disturbing personally just because some of the things that he did during the beginning of the season and some of the things that he said and his actions um I don't like that big brother sometimes allows people who have done bad things to win such positive things you know what I mean like Cody Nixon from big brother 19 uh Jeff from Big Brother 11 and 12 I just don't like that personally and it makes me really sad and it makes me not want to watch the show and you know what I thought about last night let's make a show called Oldest Brother let's make a show called Oldest Brother and I know that Big Brother is based on Orwell's 1984 book or whatever I might have messed up that fact and it's not based on being a physical Big Brother but let's make Oldest Brother Go back to basics. 
a legacy show for adults, not a show for kids, you know? They're making reindeer games, let's do Oldest Brother, and make it more fun, more based on manipulation, more adult, more mature, something that people want to watch because there's this disconnect between casuals who love the edited show, the corny shit, and these people online who care so much about the game and just want to see it done right. Let's just do something different, you know? And um, I don't know. It was just really sad to think about. And I was just like really depressed last night because last season was so good and this season was like so bad. But anyways, um, I don't even want to like talk about the cows guests and the questions that I would ask them, but I'll talk about what I want to see next season right now. Returners. I love an all-winner season. I love family members of people that played. Um, I think that'd be really interesting. I want to see an all-girls alliance. I want to see better competitions. I want to see a change in the editing style and seriousness of the show. And maybe that's only an older brother or oldest brother. (laughs) Um, I want better filler episodes that you want to watch. A cool house design that is like a neutral, not like a game show and just ugly. Like I would have been so pissed in this house this season. I know you guys might have loved it, but I would have definitely preferred last season's house. Um, definitely keep the diary rooms format the same this year because in that sense it seems like production allowed people to be themselves in the diary room and that was so refreshing to watch cast batshit crazy people confrontational people um, bring back old school villains bring back talking shit to people's faces alliances that don't turn on each other I would love to see two house, two sides of the house going at it, not being fake and pretending to be kumbaya. Equality in all sense of the word. Showmances that are will they, won't they. Frenemies casting. Twistless season, except on America's Week. HOH Veto, All America's Vote. And um, America comes back. America Lopez from this season comes back and hosts it. No unanimous votes less cringiness, larger juries. I really, really love jury this season. Like it was, you know what? I have to give it to Blue Kim. I have to give it to Blue Kim. I have loved watching her this season. I know people don't like her. Um, She's so funny. Like she's so funny and she's so fun to watch. And just like the vibe that she brings, the questions that she asks, the things that she does. Whenever she comes on the screen, I laugh. And it's not like I'm laughing at her. It's like I'm laughing with her. It's not like in a mean way. I'm just obsessed with her. And I really enjoyed watching her this season. And I never expected to say that. But yeah, I really loved her. I really loved Mimi. Mimi looked so snatched at the finale last night. Like, I'm obsessed with her. I didn't get to hear a lot from Izzy. I didn't feel like people were surprised that Izzy knew that Jared and Suri were um, mother and son. I wish I could have heard more about that. Heism is fucking hilarious. And I just want to talk about how they, like, flashed back to him laughing and finding out about the secret and I was like let's clap for them he literally was giving Wendy Williams in his eviction speech like we need Heisem to host something like Heisem needs to host something Heisem needs to take Wendy Williams spot like it was so freaking funny um I really really do love this cast and I feel like the season brought out a lot of negativity the way that Jag Matt and Bowie played the end game was disgusting. Honestly, Jag's speech last night rubbed me completely the wrong way. If I was there, I would have never voted for him. The fact that he is taking all this credit for things that he didn't do 
and making it seem like he's the mastermind is so gross. But you know what I want to say? I don't think that Jack liked Matt. And I know that might sound crazy, but I watched a lot of feeds at the beginning. And the way that like his demeanor towards Matt was, I don't think he liked him at all. I think that he lashed onto him because he knew that he could out like out um talk him at the end and he pulled him to the end I think that Matt was Jag's goat and that's just my opinion but I did not like his speech I feel felt bad for Matt not really preparing his like answers to the questions and not being able to talk on the spot but then I was like I wouldn't be able to do that either I definitely learned this season that I am not I would not be a good big brother player just like them getting dunked in the scrambled egg and all that like no I would have been crying I would have been freaking out during the competition where you have to do all the verses in order by competition and the names oh I would have fucked that up and I would have been in there having a mental breakdown would that be entertaining to watch for some people yeah other people be like what is wrong with her like I'm definitely too mentally unstable for big brother competitions and stuff like that but um yeah this season has been insane I hope to see people from this season compete on other reality tv shows um I just want to like big brother again and it's just so hard because bb24 as much as the cast sucked you know a lot of them I did like but a lot of them I really did not like most of them I didn't um it was just so nice to watch that season it felt like everyone was in a consensus on who was the favorite player who should win who we wanted to win rooting for the underdog like all of our dreams came true and then this season was like my biggest nightmare and just going on twitter and seeing people trash people like taron armstrong really upsets me because he devotes so much time to this game and watching this and just knowing how you couldn't pay me to turn on the feeds these last two weeks like it was just depressing and gross and just seeing like i talked about how i feel like the show never rewards the nicest person seeing matt jag and bobby be so rude to felicia and Suri in these last few weeks and isolate them and talk about how they needed to bully people and hearing people talk about women in a way where if they don't clean and cook they're not good enough and hearing them talk about people and how they act in relationships and just like putting all this energy and just like i don't know just like making people villains for no reason and just being nasty and negative and disgusting it's very hard to watch and it's hard to want to root for someone who does those things you know and um sometimes I wish that there was a little production interference where they can be like you know you're on camera right and you do know what it sounds like when you say these things about women or do you know what it sounds like when you say these things about other house guests and I just wish that the whole country could get training on like being a misogynist because it seems like no one cares enough to tell people that's not how you treat women. That's not how you talk about women. The things that they're saying aren't nice. And that when we get out of the house, everyone's going to hear everything that you say. And you need to be prepared to like take responsibility for your actions. And I just think about how sad tonight probably was for a lot of people. And how sad tonight, like last night was for thousands of house guests in the past. Like getting out and hearing all the shit that people said about you, what America thinks about you. For people who felt uncomfortable by Cameron's actions to get it out and see that he won America's favorite player, that must hurt. That must really hurt. And um, I'm sorry for getting like really, I get really passionate about this game and maybe I'm a loser. I, I probably am. I like to be at home. I like to watch TV. Like it's my favorite thing. It's comforting. 
but sometimes Big Brother is really not a comforting show and maybe I'm just too passionate but I feel like it's good to be able to critique things that you care about and that's what I do with TV in general and um yeah I don't know and I just want to say I did see this idea out there that instead of doing the recap episode they do a jury episode because if you saw Shannon Tharp's and yeah Shannon Tharp's interview with Dr. Will he talked about how good this jury was um at the round table and if that's true I don't know but I would love to see more of that. I would love to see the unedited versions. It's weird because we see the live feeds all season. So we know all the information to an extent. Obviously, it shuts down sometimes and we don't see everything. And there's only so many cameras within that house. But then it gets to the end game and you see like the worst sides of the people in the house. But the jury is in the jury house having the best time of their life being the best versions of themselves because the game is gone because you know the game can just make you act awful and I feel like I was really not excited for the finale because I was like I don't like any of these people like blah 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 which isn't true I like a lot of this cast but then just seeing how people act on the outside versus the inside is insane I love that Mimi like kind of like shaded production on how they portrayed Cameron as a hero even within the house even though within the house she thought he was a villain because he was a villain you know what I mean and people didn't understand what she was saying with that. I got what she was saying right off the bat. It made complete sense to me. But like, why not shift the end game focus more to the jury? These people are having fun. They can talk about it from a relaxed state in some cases. Of course, the jury round table gets heated. But let's do a jury episode. I think that'd be really cool. Um, Pre-jury too. I really would love if we like checked in on people after they left the house and how Big Brother has changed their life and stuff like that. I know I've seen them do that in the past, kind of, or like they'll like talk about people from last season. But as the show has gotten older, they don't do that. I really miss old school Big Brother. I really, really do. Um, it's like maybe it's time for a new show, or maybe it's time to just make some changes. And if you haven't watched Big Brother, I'd recommend you to watch it. There's a few seasons on Netflix, all of Dan Geesley's ceiling seasons. If you have Paramount Plus, you can watch all of Big Brother. I haven't watched a lot of Big Brother Canada, but people prefer it. So if you want to watch that, I'd I recommend it. Um, the game is so insane and it can become so cool. And it's just crazy that it's like, there's like this big sticker on it that's like a preschooler's drawing, but if you take that off, there's like this deep knowledge and like rigor. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's a very intellectual game. And I just think that it could be produced better. It could be done better. It could make people happy. And maybe that's why Audrey did Sequester. Audrey from Big Brother 17? Yeah, she created this game called Sequester. And I know a lot of people on Twitter played it. The Big Brother fan base on Twitter is the best thing ever it can be the best and the worst thing ever it's amazing if you've never done that if you've never gone on there go on there don't get too addicted don't get too tied into it but it's cool to see how people interpret the game and what they would change within it and make memes and songs fucking bowie jane fucking bowie jane if you've seen that you know like they're crazy over there but anyways thanks for watching and hopefully i can come back next season and be the most positive light ever all the competitions will have been changed who knows maybe i'll be working for cbs no, probably not, but who knows? I could be, and um, it could be the best season ever, and hopefully I will be on here to tell you about it. Thanks for listening.